0: Heads up, these are adults having adult conversations, so there could be adult content. You guys, welcome to season two of Hyper Caroline Hobby Podcast. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe we're on season two. Thank you so much for loving this podcast, for tuning in each week, for growing it. It has been such a blast, and y'all... This season is already off to an epic start. My first guest is Marie Osmond, the Marie Osmond of Donnie and Marie, the Marie Osmond who had her first hit, Paper Roses, at age 13. Her career is insane. We talk all about it. We talk about her show in Vegas with her brother, Donnie. We talk about her books that she's written, how she has remarried her first husband almost 30 years later. In 2011, they remarried. And she, she wore the same wedding dress. This interview is incredible and so much fun. She's the most personable person I've ever met. Makes you feel like y'all have been friends forever. And she's a superstar, but she's just talking to you like she's a regular person. It's unbelievable. She's so amazing in every way. And also, I co-wrote her single on the radio, Baby, You're Crazy. We talk about that. It is such a fun interview, and I cannot wait for you to hear it. This interview is brought to you by Hello Fresh. HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service, which you guys, I'm telling you, I've tried it. It is incredible. I am someone who's not a great cook. I don't really know how to cook. I don't really like to cook. It's not something that I look forward to. At the end of each day, it kind of stresses me out. HelloFresh sends you everything that you need for dinner. I did the one pot tortellini wonder oh my gosh there was kale in it it was so good it's all good healthy ingredients you can do vegetarian options you can do meat options you can feed for two people for four people they deliver it every week some of the best food i've ever had and for someone like me who doesn't like to cook but who wants good quality food this is a perfect option you have to try hello fresh i, I cooked it for my husband and i and he's a picky eater and he loved it too we are sold on hello fresh. i'm telling you i am screaming from the rooftops this is the way to do it if you're a busy person and you want great food but you don't want to cook do HelloFresh. from personal experience it is where it's at and if you go to their website and enter the code hobby h-o-b-b-y you will get a great deal so go to www.hellofresh.com enter hobby and you will get 35 dollars off your first week of deliveries it is absolutely amazing totally should do it trust me i'm telling you you will not be sorry so inner hobby h-o-b-b-y and go to hellofresh.com and get 35 off you guys here's marie osmond here she comes marie osmond
1: <laughs> <laughs> You are. No, you're
0: really cute. You're making me very excited sitting next to you.
1: And I'm so excited for your husband and all his success and everything. And and I got to record one of her songs, and it's just so cool, girl. I am the one that is
0: like flabbergasted that this even happened.
1: Oh no, this song is phenomenal. Jason. Jason, dear, your producer, Uh Jen Wayne, Uh Taylor Lynn. Yep.
0: We were writing, and then that song made its way to you and your story. It fits perfectly,
1: and it's your single. So it's our new single. But how? What? What made you come up with that idea?
0: You know, I think I have to give the full credit to Jason. Really? Jason Deere is one of the most talented songwriters he's in this room right now. He's over there. Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's hiding. He's
0: hiding. But we were writing for our band at the time, and I think you had the idea, and it fit perfectly with our life because we were all kind of in love. Well, it fit perfectly
1: with my life. Your story
0: brought it to a whole other level. Isn't that crazy? Yes. So,
1: So talk about crazy, baby, you're crazy. After 25 years of never seeing my first husband... Never. I How did mean, that happen? Well, you know, your kid gets to a certain age and they set up their own visitation and everything else and it was just, we never saw, I never saw him. And y'all were married like three years? Yeah, and I was married to my second husband for 20 years and I know. And so, uh, boy, you know, that's, there's a song right there to be written. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Truly, your life is incredible. <laughs> but after 25 years of not seeing him, we ran into each other. Where? And in Vegas. Just randomly. Well, life. I was moving in a house. He was with my oldest son, our, our child together. And I needed some things uh, lifted. And I said, Stephen, can you come over? And he says, well, Dad's with me. So he came over, helped, and we, uh, we said, well, let's just go catch up. It's been a long time. So y'all hadn't seen each other in 25 Mm-mm. years. No.
0: You never, like thought about no. reconciling or anything? No.
1: And, and I had pretty much decided I was never getting married again. Right. Yeah. And it was just led to dinner and another dinner, and boom, I married him again. No, so, <laughs> not quite that fast. <laughs> so how has the first I marriage wore been? I the same wedding dress. I know. Well, I mean,
0: your I, body is banging, so obviously. No, no, so I obviously. couldn't put my
1: arms up in that sucker, but I wore that dress. <laughs> For the point. And it looked, you looked amazing. You're so Incredible. Cute. But it was, it was just one of those crazy... It, that's another weird story, is I had designed a wedding dress, and five days before the wedding, my, the lady had a, a, a meltdown, and the dress showed up in like 300 and something pieces. Wow. And I, I had no dress. And, you know, when you're married 20 years to someone and you've moved, you know what you have, right? You right. know the boxes, whatever. You start, and I do all that, so I knew everything. That dress was nowhere in my house. I had never seen that dress for 25 years. And when I was kind of in, in tear mode, and I'm like, God, really, I can't do this, and I had to go to work at the Flamingo that night, I walked out, and there was a box leaning against my car door, and it was my wedding dress. Are you serious? And, and nobody knows where that thing came from. It was God. I so was, Well, I think it was my mother on the other side, because she really liked him. <laughs> she did? <laughs> she did. <laughs> so compare the first time you
0: married him to the second time.
1: It was so incredible. We were surrounded by all, just family and very, very few friends, and and it was so sweet because it was like I'm home. He never remarried. He was in love with you the never whole time. Never remarried. Well, I told him I'm a hard habit to break. I could
0: see that. <laughs> I could totally see that. It'd be hard to let you go.
1: <laughs> but it was it was the most wonderful. God's miracles, you know that's why if you think I'll ever walk away, you're crazy you're yeah. you're absolutely crazy, and I love the beginning where you know i I hate admitting this and I don't want to admit that, but okay, fine, I will. <laughs> But it's just a great song, and it's perfect
0: yeah. for your story. So that's at country radio right now. Yeah, you, it is, huh? And that's your single. This is the first. So in the past five years, this is your first album. In the past twenty years, this is the first. You've only done two albums,
1: so this is kind of. Well, a no, big, I've done more than that, but oh. but it's been a while since since like Meet Me in Montana. Okay. No, Stopping Your Heart, Read My Lips. You're still new to me. Those hits, because I mean, I've had wonderful success. I mean, I was twelve when I had my first, first number, number, number one, one. record. And then I had hits with my brother, and then I had other hits through the years. And I just thought, well, you know, when we got a CMA duo of the year with Montana, I thought, okay, thank you. God has been really good. Really had no intention of recording again. And then Jason came, uh, saw, saw the show, and he said, your voice sounds radio. And um, I was like, nah. <laughs> no, really. And I went, that is so weird. And we start talking. I said, I have been feeling this feeling to record again. Okay. You felt and it. and I was like, no, and and things anyway, just started falling into place, and I just I fell in love with him and the passion that he had, and I thought, man, I haven't seen that kind of passion in a while, and so we went in the studio, and then it debuted ten on Billboard. Billboard. I know, which was crazy huge, and and then Blake Shelton said it was his favorite download on iTunes, and I was like, shut up, uh, not bad for twenty nine. Heck no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but that's. That's what's amazing about music. Is that is, why you titled it Mu- "Music is Medicine"? Oh w- well, it has been through my entire life. You know, other people got high on other things, right? And, and I got high on music. And I have a weird voice. I sing many different styles of music. And you know, I went to Broadway, and uh, you were in two. St- you starred in two Broadway shows. You, the, well, what you have done is insane. Well, uh, the, <laughs> you know Rodgers and Hammerstein came to me to do Maria. And uh, they said, well, you can't sing it the way you sing. Sound of music. Yeah, you can't sing it like you. So he hooked me up with this lady who taught Mary Martin and all these people, and I learned to sing uh, legit soprano. Dang, girl. And then they took it a notch up there, and I did legit soprano with a British accent, and I had three weeks to learn how to do that. And then from there, the lady who taught me, she goes, you know, you can sing opera. So in the show in Vegas now, I sing Nessun Dorma and all Are you that. kidding me? Oh, no. It's really fun. <laughs> Do you have a blast doing your Vegas show? I, you know, it's, it's fun because it's a little bit of everything. It's kind of like variety mm-hmm. comes back to Vegas a little bit. But um, it's just, but my love, my passion, what I would like to leave on an album, I'm country. You know? Yes, And it's like I say, I was country. I went a little bit country, and I was country before. You've always Barbara been a little bit country. Barbara made it cool. <laughs> You've always been a little bit country. Always, yeah. So your
0: family was the Osmonds. It started with the Osmonds, and that yeah, was Jermaine, your brother. Tito. Your brother's
1: band. Jermaine, Tito, Marlon, Michael.
0: And there was Osmond mania. She doesn't mania. Even get it. No, but it was, uh, wait, what? What's the Jackson Five? Oh, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, there's so many of your family Ooh, we're members. We're so young. You have so you have nine siblings though. I have eight, yeah. And you're eight, the ninth. Eight, eight brothers, uh-huh. the only
1: girl. Uh huh. And I'm giving you a time. <laughs> I know a lot of your family. I just don't know all their names. It's okay. It's okay.
0: That was funny. Okay. Yes! So- <laughs> <laughs> really, it really was funny. And wasn't like Michael in there. Just kidding. Yeah, okay, you got me on that <laughs> so
1: one. We're even. Okay. Yeah. a <laughs> thriller. No. Wasn't that a big one for you? We played football <laughs> with Michael and Janet and all those guys <laughs> in the, in hotels, and <laughs> that's crazy. Oh yeah. We. Well, I mean, what other families were there? You know, Michael was was an interesting kid, and, and Jermaine. I mean, Did I know. Did you all grow up together? Oh yeah. And uh, it's funny because their father used to make them sit and watch my brothers on Andy Williams and and they followed all their moves and everything else and dancing. So, yeah, we have a long history together. So the Osmans, Our mothers have the same birthday, both of ours. That's fathers. ironic. That's yeah, crazy. That's a good day. Yeah. Your mothers are important. Your
0: mothers an important part of your life. Yeah, you wrote your amazing. third book kind of based on your mom. Like okay, you really
1: Yeah, I didn't even know I'm impressed. Yeah. Yes. Like, it, like it's all about love and what she taught you. Well, that it is true. You know, we are in a society that is so uh, competitive and and wanting to be seen and to you know it's so important. And she's like, you know, really the the key to life is love. I agree. You got to love yourself. Yes. You've got to love others. You know, you have to know who you are at the core of, of what your existence is, and as you get older too. Boy, if you don't love yourself, aging's rough. rough. But if you like who you are, it's kind of a really neat experience. How did really you get is, to
0: that place?
1: I, I don't know. I'm 29.
0: I know. You're super young. You're ahead of the game here. <laughs> how do, at 29, how have you figured out how to fully love yourself? Because you radiate love. And you radiate, like, <laughs> so authenticity.
1: Cute. Do you know, I think it's one of the hardest things that we have to do. And I, I think the first thing is to not not compete with each other. It's better to complete each other and to, yeah. you know, to really support this experience of life that we're going through, especially as women. Yes. And and to un- try to understand somebody else's shoes and what they're in and, and to really be compassionate. But I think the world tries to get us to remove that and to try to make us men. I, you know, I have eight brothers. I don't want to be a guy. I, I love being a woman. and And I like... I like the respect that my brothers always gave me. They did. Yeah, they always treated me um, as an equal. But but it was uh, but I was I was treated nicely like my mother or my father would kill them.
0: <laughs> how did your mother and your father keep hold of all of your siblings? And when y'all were taking off and all becoming superstars, pretty much.
1: How did that? How was your childhood? Bizarre. Bizarre. <laughs> Bizarre. You know I. It wasn't to me. It was a lot of pressure. I mean, just the Donnie and Marie shows. I was fourteen when we started those, and I had to memorize like three hundred and fifty pages of script in two and a half days, and so and that was you know dance routines and sketches and costume fittings and everything, and and I went and I was going to school at the same time, and so it was you know some day some days eighteen hour days a lot of the time. And it was it was very overwhelming, and I knew I was giving up a childhood, but at the same time, I knew that I was working with, you know, all these iconic people, and you know, from Fred Astaire to uh, Bob Hope, who was like a second father to me. Really? Oh yeah, and I mean, I did his I did many shows with him, but he asked me to do his last USO tour, really, over to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, it was really just awesome, incredible experience, and you know, from. Uh, john wayne to ethel merman to you know all these people and so i always was brought back by my parents to say count your blessings you're having experiences maybe you're not having these kinds of experiences but you're having these kinds so just love the life god gave you and work hard don't ever get caught up in it because it's a job and god doesn't care what we do right he doesn't care there's no difference in what we all do here it's just he cares how we do it, if we have passion for it, and if we love those people along the way that we work with.
0: But you walk that walk too. You don't just oh, talk not that always. talk. <laughs> Even when you walked in this room, you are a superstar. You've been a superstar no. since you're 13 years old. But you
1: walk in here and you make everyone feel like you're just like their friend. Do you know I flew in here last night late, and I was like, wow, I feel so blessed, honestly, to be, especially a female. In this business, who has been around for five decades, and but you're only 29. I know, It's amazing. <laughs> I was a fetus when I started, but, <laughs> but um, just just to enjoy it at this point, really, I, I feel so blessed and and uh, lucky that people are still wanting to see our shows and yeah. that we're able to do the things and to do the things I love to do. I really do, and it's not like a rigorous schedule in Vegas because I only work 20. Six weeks, I think it is a year. Oh, that's amazing. But you know, I do the Nutrisystem things and all that other I stuff see it on, on TV the all side, the time. And, and it's just—you know—I stay very busy. I'm one of the founders of Children's Miracle Network, so I do a lot of things to help the kids, and we help about 11 million kids a year. That's crazy. So they're just—I I, just—and then I get to record again, and here we are talking about it, and I sing one of your songs. So see, God is amazing. <laughs> I've almost ordered Nutrisystem. Like you don't need five it five times based on your
0: commercial, though, because you look. <laughs> So fantastic! You're so cute.
1: I'm not so kidding. I have to tell you. Okay, so you know, music is medicine. You, yes. Have you seen the video? Yes. Okay, so I go into these children's hospitals, and they don't even know I sing. You know, these these you know six and five and eight year olds, precious. And I went, okay, this we've got to do something. They and so they just think I'm this Nutrisystem chick, right? Do they know what it is? At five years so old. So I did music is medicine, and I did it in a children's hospital, and I'm an alien. Because I I didn't want to and be the nutri- da- system. But you're chick. dancing too. Oh yeah, which is incredible. Well, we do that. We dance in the show too. It's really fun. But, <laughs> but I love it. It's so fun because now they know me as the alien. I'm I'm the alien chick.
0: <laughs> I love that music it's video so is awesome. Fun.
1: Yeah. And it's spreading yeah. love and music and healing. Yeah. And the kids are precious and um, it, it, it's unique. John is John is one of the founders of Children's Miracle Network with me, and he'll be here tomorrow at the Opry. And, you know, we dated. What? I dated John. Ooh, la, la. Oh, yeah, back in the day. And it was going really well, and I thought we were getting <laughs> serious. <And laughs> what thought, happened? Well, he was sending flowers to Donnie. He was just using me. No, I'm kidding. Donnie, that was the golden <laughs> ticket right there the whole time. It's just a user. Rude.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh.
1: He'll deny it and say it was for Tom, but no, no, it was him. <laughs> So bad. I love He's you. You're so gonna call me out. That's amazing. <laughs> Are you funny. excited about the Opry? I am so excited. It's just going to be a. You've day played of fun. before. Not on this stage. You've never played on this no, stage. Not on this stage.
0: So this is a big okay for you, so, Marie Osmond. It would be hard to do something that you haven't done yet because you've literally accomplished pretty much every career goal that anyone could dream <laughs> you're of. You're funny. Seriously, is there anything left on the bucket
1: list? Is this a bucket list item? Oh, this is definitely are you kidding? Loving country music because I mean pop music was a was a definite easy direction for me to go because of my family and the connections. But I chose country. You know, I loved Loretta. I yes. loved I loved her. So she great. was my hero. And I made that choice to come here and Sonny James believed in me and and opted to take me and record you know, back then it was all live, 60-something-plus people, Jordanaires sitting right here singing live, you know, and I'm like, shut up, they sing with <laughs> Ellis. And, so, <laughs> and I stood there as this 12-year-old girl uh, fulfilling this incredible dream and now to go onto the stage with all that history, and I know they have even parts of the, the original that I did. Yeah. Yeah, I was on the original, but to be there at this and the history, and and to still be singing, and to have an album that's doing that radio's playing, even though I'm 29. Uh, it's really, it really is um, very humbling, and and one of those experiences. I mean, I don't know how much longer I'll do what I do. But... Forever, you have to. <laughs> you, oh, your fans would die if you stopped. No, they wouldn't. Yes, they would. No, they wouldn't know me. They just know me as the Nutrisystem lady. <laughs> <laughs> but I love, I love this experience, and. Um, just, it's just going to be really fun tomorrow. If you had to
0: pinpoint three highlights from your career, is it even possible to say, like, <laughs> these are moments that have marked time for me? Or your life in general? Because you have children. You
1: obviously have a beautiful love story I'm with having, your husband. I know. I, I have had, you know, highs and lows. I mean... And that so, was
0: one of your books you wrote about. Yeah. Why did you feel the need to express that,
1: to get that out? Uh, well, the first book I wrote was on postpartum depression. Which, much appreciated for many women. Well, it had never been talked about. I think I was really the, yeah, I was the first celebrity to talk about it. And you just felt called to be authentic and express that. I felt it was such a lonely feeling and depression. I don't know. I don't. I don't care who you are, but that loneliness and that lonely feeling, depression is depression, no matter how you get it. Yeah. And nobody was talking about it, and so I really wanted you to. I felt crazy. Well, yes, <laughs> actually. Yeah. And um, Was that a time when people were trying to act like everything was perfect? Well, I was doing a talk show at the time. Oh, wow. And I didn't know what was wrong with me. And, uh, and there are a lot of interesting things. In the back of the book, there's like 14 or so signals that if these things are going on in your life, you probably are going to get postpartum depression. I think I had all but one. <laughs> what are some of them? A, a life. <laughs> A brand new move, a new child, you know, a new job, blah, blah, blah. It just goes on and on and on. But um, I was doing a signing in New York after I wrote that book. And this couple, a lot of beautiful stories, but this couple came up to me and she was crying. And she said, thank you for making people aware that these people that struggle, it's real. And I said, well, you're very kind. She goes, no, I wish you would have written this a year ago because I would still have my daughter. And it was one of those things that it's real, and depression is dark. And I had a son who struggled from it. And I told him, I said, "Baby, if I had never gone through postpartum, I don't think I ever would have understood what he lived continually in." Um, he he passed away, but it's it's something that I have great empathy for people. That's why I get into that place that we shouldn't yeah. judge. We should we should no we. We need understanding and compassion. Love is the key. It is the key. It really is.
0: It's what heals the world. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing those books with the world and your music. (laughs) You're sweet. Okay, so I have a few fun questions.
1: (laughs) Okay. If
0: you were going to be a dog to a celebrity, (laughs) who would you pick and why?
1: A dog,
0: what yeah, kind a, pet, of dog? A, a pet dog to celebrity. You know, just the lap dog that gets like loved on
1: all a the time, dog. petted, toted around. Ooh, which celebrity? That's I love dogs. I love all dogs, like big dogs. <laughs> you mean I have to pick a celebrity and... owner? A celebrity owner. Oh, an owner. Yeah, if you were going to
0: be the dog to celebrity, which dog would you want to belong to? Who would you want your owner to be? Blake Shelton. He's
1: so cute. Isn't he cute? He's he so is cute. so cute. Oh, I, oh, Brad Paisley's kind of cute too. Okay, so you like those country boys? I do. I am a little bit country, but... (laughs) Hugh Jackman's cute, too. I know Hugh is He's my celebrity crush. And Deb, his wife is darling. Oh, Hugh, yeah. And Wolverine? Oh, I know. He came to the show a few times. He did? Yeah. Did you make him take your shirt off? Well, no, but I did an interview with him, and he's pretty cute. Yeah. He's pretty cute. I like to... Yeah, I I think I'll say Hugh Jackman, and I'll be a wolf. Mm.
0: (laughs) I'll join you in the wolf pack. Oh, (laughs) So after all of your life, all of your career, what is some inspiration you can leave us? Like, leave your light. How would you like to inspire people with your entire beautiful life and career and family? Oh, wow. yeah. I know. Can you sum it up? What is some inspiration that you want your message to be for people?
1: Two. I know fear is a tough thing. Um, I think because I started so young. And I was just told, okay, this week you're going to do that, and this week you're going to do that, and this week you're going to do that. So you were like, you started off just in it. Oh, I'm, absolutely. <laughs> Whoa, big time. <laughs> and I just didn't have time to fear it. And I just did it. And I think that's the biggest thing, if you can conquer that fear and just get out there and start and, and work. You yeah. Know, work hard, because you're not going to accomplish anything unless you work hard. And that's the, I think the greatest gift I got was, I was taught that by Milton Berle. I was taught that by, uh, you know, all these incredible, Lucille Ball. Oh, I mean, uh, my gosh. No go way. She, she taught was, you things? Oh, yeah. She taught me lighting and wow. work ethic and comedic timing and, you She's know, so she, brilliant. Boy, that's a, she was tough. <laughs> she was? Oh, yeah. Very, very smart. Was she tough on you? Oh, yeah.
0: Wow. Oh, how yeah. awesome
1: to have her as a teacher. Oh, yeah. But just, you know, learn, learn, but, and then... And then to step back, once you work really hard to be prepared, then step away and enjoy. And that, that would be, and to remember that you meet the same people going up as you do going down. I love that. And to just love everybody along the way. And, uh, you know, my dad, you'd always see him out with the truck driver, the bus driver. You'd always see him with the, the, the catering people. He loved all people. And as a little girl, that was so cool to watch because everybody has a story and everybody makes it all work. Everyone's valuable. Everybody and it's not just about you, it's everybody has to hold, you know, pay their dues. Every you need everybody to make it work. You can't have a few, you know, it's got to be everybody. Can I call you Saint Marie? <laughs> no. awesome. Did you say Satan Marie? Saint.
0: <laughs> Saint Marie, you're an angel on no, earth. No,
1: no, I'm not. I really not. Are. But I, I feel like I've been very blessed, and I have kind of a unique perspective. That but I you fought for your blessings, too. It's a choice you've made. Yeah, it hasn't always been easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, and follow this. That's real important. It's like I was talking to a little gal the other day. She goes, I really want to sing. And I said, why? Why do you want to sing? Is it, you know, to be a star or whatever? She goes, because I feel it here. And I went, okay, then you're ready to sing, because you've got to follow this. Even it. this album. If I hadn't followed this, I wouldn't be here right now. So it, have the courage to follow. Even if you fail, there's no failure. The only failure is by not doing it. Yep. Yeah.
0: I love it. <laughs> Marie Osmond,
1: <laughs> you're the best. No, you're so sweet. You are amazing. You're the best. You are so cute. Thank you so much for joining us today. She's so cute? I like her. I love you. <laughs> I
0: love you. Carrie. <laughs> Thank you all so much for tuning in to my very first episode of Season 2. I hope you loved hearing from Marie Osmond. She's incredible. Next week, I have Ty Herndon. I love Ty Herndon. He's one of my favorite singers of all time. He has an incredible voice. He's sold over 5 million albums. His debut single, What Mattered Most, is still one of my favorite songs to date new album out called House on Fire. He co-wrote tons of the songs. It's the most personal album. He also talks about what it's like coming out as a gay man in country music. It's a big deal and this interview is so personal and heartfelt I cannot wait for you to hear it. So tune in next week. Ty Herndon's joining me and please subscribe on iTunes and like it and leave comments. You guys are the best.
1: Bye.